You're listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS Podcast with hosts John and Pemba and James Grande. What's going on, FA Nation? John Pemba here with James Grande. This is the MLB DFS Quick Pitch Podcast recording here for Friday's 12-game main slate. James, 12 games, much a little bit larger player pool than our, our Thursday main slate, but uh, at least we were dead on balls accurate, to quote my cousin Vinny, on the Phillies being the team to play. And we're not even through all of the games that have started. We still have Angel Seattle to play. Recording here in the middle of the middle of these games, but through four innings, Phillies have hung nine runs on Patrick Corbin. So hopefully you I listened to Thursday's podcast or read Thursday's playbook because you're probably sitting pretty right there with all those Phillies. Yeah, the Phillies, John, currently have more runs than every other team going right now. That's true. Uh, Combined. Do they even have more hits? That's the other question. They have nine. Let's see. (laughs) Five, seven, four. It's close. It's close. (laughs) They've almost taken the board by themselves and hits as well compared to the other games so that's just again we knew corbin was bad so the goal today now with 12 games james is to identify the team that's gonna score nine runs or more and on a 12 game slate obviously we have a large player pool we do have cores in play here again the padres in colorado for this slate but i think we can do it i think we can find the team to stack here amongst all of these starting pitchers yeah, I think we could do it, especially when it looks like Zach Granke is returning to the mound, especially when uh, we have Kyle yeah, too Freeland. Too facing Oakland. True. We have Kyle Freeland at home. I think there's going to be some uh, very interesting spots as it just it is just an absolute tornado outside right now. So there's a 50% chance I don't make it through this podcast, John and listeners. Just, just letting you all know right now. <laughs> oh, well, we'll do our best to get through it then. We'll start at the top of pitching. Clayton Kershaw's 10-5. He was on a pitch limit the other day. Only four innings, 70 pitches. He'll probably get a little bit of a bump, but I don't know if we can trust paying 10-5, knowing that he may only throw 80 pitches against Cleveland here. So I'm out there. Pablo Lopez on the road has actually been pretty good this year. Better than at home, which has been different from all the other seasons 173 era on the road gets the mets rodon versus pittsburgh is probably chalk i think that's where a lot of us are going to go on this slate other 9k pitchers we have giolito at houston mackenzie gore coming off an awful start in cores now at 92 and carlos carrasco at home against miami 91 Tarek skubal at 9k against the rangers at home yeah, out on Kershaw as well. Lopez and Torments only because the Mets offense, I think we have respect for. Rodon bouncing back to a really good start his last time out. I think he has massive torment upside against the Pirates. They have, as Colby Conway says every Monday on the Fantasy Alarm Fantasy Baseball podcast, those Pirates are, they have been a little bit. And we have talked about them against lefties this year. So I think Rodon does profile better as a torment play. Gilito torments as well, considering it's Houston. And no interest in Mackenzie Gore in Colorado. Carrasco, it's probably Carrasco and Scoobal for me, John. Those are probably the really the first two names I'm going to get to. Or if I'm playing cash, like the first two guys that I would have any interest in. Yeah, I like the strikeout upside from Carrasco of late. And we know, of course, the strikeout upside that Scoobal tends to bring to the table here. Now, yeah. we've talked about the Rangers. Their strikeout rate's on the rise. And earlier in the year, they were a team that didn't strike out a ton. And now, they're, now I think they're like top 12 in strikeout rate. Miami is also a team that strikes out more against lefties and righties. But again, Carrasco, 7-10-7. 7-10-5 against Washington, who doesn't strike out a ton. And seven strikeouts against Philly in his last four starts. So both those both of those pitchers bring in the strikeouts. Yeah, which who do you prefer? Of the two. Only play one. Carrasco, sorry, Scoobo's the better pitcher, but Carrasco, I think, gives you a better chance to win the game. 
I'd agree with that just because we know how bad Detroit. They're just so bad. Yeah, so. They, they don't have a good offense. I don't know who throw pitch. John Gray's pitching for Texas. I'm when we get down there, I may play John Gray. Yeah, right. we like John. We like 10, John. 10 yeah, we, and twelve strikeouts into the last we, three. So. <laughs> Yeah, we like, we're John Gray fans. We are John Gray fans. All right, let's go to the mid-tier. We got Framber at home. I don't know if that interests you. I know White Sox do have guys that can hit some lefties. They're number one. Yeah. They're number one in baseball. As For as bad as they are and like how badly everyone wants their manager fired, they are number one in baseball. Yeah. Andrew Vaughn's hitting like 320, so he, he's smoking them. Frankie Montes against Kansas City is at $8,300. And after that, maybe I look down to two where we get like Lorenzen and Gray. Maybe that's like the group, right? You have those couple guys in 8K with Montes, and then maybe you look at Lorenzen and Gray at 71 and 69. Yeah, I feel like we haven't had Michael Lorenzen on a slate in so long, huh? Yeah. Like, when is the last time we've... Yeah, I agree. I think the that mid-tier is shaky like valdez against the white Sox. i respect the white Sox a lot i guess like montas against the royals but we've talked about it a bunch they don't really strike out and plus they're just they've been better lately with wit and melendez hitting well yeah no interest in wainwright against boston minimal interest in montgomery against the blue jays same can probably be said for waka although st louis is worse against right-handed pitching some with you i think it's I think John Gray is likely the chalk at 6,900. He's the SP2 on this slate just because of that strikeout upside. Yeah, for sure. So that's something to watch there. Value guys, anybody? Are we going back to the Zach Thompson experience here? That's the other Zach Thompson. No, I know. That's true. That's a good point. Zach Thompson from Cardinals was the one that that let us down. That let us down, What about this Zach Thompson who's actually pitched pretty well the last three times out? Yeah, I don't hate the spot. The Giants, let's see. What do we got for the Giants against the righties this year? Where are they against righties? They're middle, they're 14th in OPS, 22% K rate, 67 pitches his last time out, in five innings, two earned. Like, why is he taken out of that game, right? Yeah. That's, I guess that's a little... We'd have to read into that one a little bit because, I mean, he threw 84 and 96 at two starts prior, so he definitely can get up there. But he at the Dodgers at Atlanta, and he pitched pretty well. Right. So again, if you're bargain chumper, because he's 6,100, then we got four guys under 6K. I started Ross Stripling against Detroit, six innings, Same. one hit. Kansas City went five innings, one hit. I know it's the Yankees, right? But like Stripling's like a decent, is actually like, he's better than $5,800. So I don't know, would you have any interest at all in pitching him against the Yankees here? Sure. I think like this is a situation where in tournaments, you can make a case for Stripling, and you can make a case to stack against Stripling because sure. it's the Yankees, right? So I think I completely agree. I'm not going to ignore that there's no value, and he is an option that's been really good, and the pitch count's only on the rise. Like, he should throw into the 80s here. And he has, like, um, a pedigree of being, like, a decent starting pitcher. Yeah, so. yeah, I agree. I would I would give Stripling some thought for tournaments. Let's go to catcher. Again, 12 games, so there's going to be a lot, to, a lot to look at. We have kind of lauded the production of the catcher position of late especially in the top tier anybody stick out to you that you're planting your flag on being like this is the guy i'm throwing in my lineup not particularly i guess above 4k it's probably real muto against paulo espino that's probably the only i know we've been spinning up i don't like the rest i guess will smith homer against montgomery any interest yeah montgomery's been really good like i don't want to play montgomery but I think we've talked about this. Like, I think we've talked about it 
every time he pitches against the Orioles, because he's pitched against the Orioles like four times, like yeah. we respect the Orioles against lefties. But Montgomery isn't someone who's like given up any damage this year. Not like he's been better lately to four straight starts, six plus innings. And he wasn't giving us that earlier in the year. I don't think like I'm not going to use Montgomery because the Blue Jays are just insane. But I'm also not like actively stacking the Blue Jays either. Okay. Value catchers then. I think Christian Vasquez still plays at 30, 100 if you want to go there. I think could be a spot you mentioned we've been playing Padres Alfaro back-to-back mm-hmm. games at home 3,500 not getting the course field bump I think that's in play for sure and you've also liked Austin Nola so yep. I think whoever is in the lineup for San Diego probably the chalk then at this low lower tier yeah that's my assumption right uh, I think you know that they're probably the chalk and they should they should be so they've been the chalk someone you mentioned a b- whole bunch Christian Betancourt yeah. gets Granky, and we know Granky stinks against right-handed there's Carson Kelly against lefties if you still believe Carson Kelly's ever gonna <laughs> never again sign, show signs of life yeah okay and I'll go back to Elias Diaz had a couple yep. of react against a lefty yesterday or not react against lefty yesterday gets the lefty gore here as well and he hits ninth, which we talk about wraparound stack. First base position here. How are you breaking down your direction? You could definitely play Goldschmidt as a contrarian play. I don't actually think a lot of people will get there, even though he's been really good, just because Waka's also been good outside of like two starts this year. Vladdy for tournaments, Rizzo for tournaments. I think Freddie Freeman for tournaments. Like, I don't. Is there anyone over 5K that like is. Vla- Vladdy, but you mentioned Montgomery's been better, so. And I feel like Toronto, nah, I was going to say, Toronto's been decent against left-handed pitching. Toronto's just been yeah. great. Like, they've just, honestly, like, they've been great. And it's not me saying, like, I am I wouldn't use Toronto. I mean, they here. smashed Bruce Zimmerman the other day. Yeah, that's fair. I And they sent him to the minors. I'm not <laughs> saying, like... He had a 10 ERA over his last six, so... <laughs> yeah, that's it probably wasn't just them. They, that was the icing on the cake. <laughs> exactly. I'm just, like, again, definitely down to play. I think... I probably play Blue Jays more as one-offs. Okay. How about that? Like Vladdy as a one-off, perfectly fine with. Sounds good. Mid-tier Crone at 48. We're in Hoskins. for sure. Yeah. Hoskins, the way he's been hitting the ball, kind of hard not to go there. Let's see. I know you've been talking Carpenter at where he did literally, literally all of his production. <laughs> Every single piece of production. Yeah, Toronto's a decent hitting environment. So yeah. may- yep. maybe. He just, he's just not in the lineup a lot. Like he's just He just... He's not. Sure. He's productive when he is, but... Yeah. Christian Walker hits lefties. He's 4,100. Dude, I, like, I like Smeltzer, and I was I almost suggested him a pitcher, but I... Yeah, Christian Walker... Is Smeltzer it, doesn't miss bats, and... Yeah. That means more opportunity for Walker to belt, like, three home runs here. Yeah, he's he's given up four, 31 fly balls over the last four games, Smeltzer, so... Uh, Sheesh. He's given up five home runs over the last two games. So. Okay, just talk... Talk, talk to me more yeah. about why we're going to play some Arizona. Because I, dude, I probably play more Arizona than a lot of other people. <laughs> yeah. They got guys that hate lefties. So we'll talk about it. Right. Christian Walker, definitely a 41. You talk a lot about his underlying stats. Andrew Vaughn, this is sort of, again, one of those spots where it's like, all right, Framber's been very good. He's mm-hmm. home. He is a lefty. We talked about White Sox, best team against left-handed pitching. Vaughn also hits left-handed pitching. Plus, 315, 850 OPS. I mean... On the oh, just overall on the year, there I think there's some potential value. I don't think anybody's going to be stacking the White Sox against Framber, no. so you'll have zero probably ownership there on those guys. So uh, everyone's going to stack Padres, right? Luke yep. Voigt, 3800 yep. in course. Maybe Franchi, you know, get Wayne on the road here. Hits um, in three yeah. straight for Frankie Cordero. Yeah, 
That could uh, be okay. Michael Chavis, noted lefty killer, 3K. Yeah, I again, the pesky pirates. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's it, though. I got nothing else. Yeah, I'm looking down the the old wire. I can't say J.D. Davis because he's facing a righty. That's, right. That'd be usually my go-to. Uh, the 2900 or $2,800 J.D. Davis. Yeah. Yep, yep. All right, second base position. Again, Not don't want to pay 56 for Edmund. Cornerworth gets a lefty, so probably can't go there. Let's see, Altuve's at 56 feels too much. Chisholm's been pretty good lately and from a power perspective. Yep. Any thoughts on a $5,100 Jazz or because he's a one-off, you'd rather spend $5,100 elsewhere? No, I don't think – I think he's given us the reason to consider him as a one-off. He's not only a power threat, he's a speed threat too. Like anytime you can get a guy that can hit you a home run and steal a base in a game, like I feel like he is not matchup proof, but like close to it to where it's like, okay, I I would play that guy as a one-off because he can win me a tournament. Sure. Yeah. Okay. What about this? If Marte is in the lineup, he was removed Wednesday with a hamstring tightness. I think we would go there versus the lefty if you yep. want to stack Arizona. Yep. It's Espinal is 45. I know you like Monty, but we love Espinal here. Brendan Rogers gets lefty at 42. Hit third in Coors the last couple nights, so for sure. Jeff McNeil maybe at 35? Jeff McNeil at 35. Yeah. 42 the last 10 for him. Yeah. Uh, I drafted Jeff McNeil last year, and he hit like 210. Now he's hitting 330 with an 840 OPS. Yeah, definitely definitely have a better year. What the year. hell, man? Yep. All right. What other guys at second do you like here? I don't mind Glaber if he's in the lineup, but it's not like a must. Bryson Stott wasn't in the lineup on Thursday. If he's in the lineup on Friday, I can go there. That's Ezekiel Duran. Sure. 2,600 for Duran. Yeah. Second, third eligible. And that's it. Okay. Third base position. Macho Man in Colorado, 6,100. Ramirez, 6K against Kershaw. Devers at $5,900. Arenado's at 53. Same sentiments as the other day. Just pick one. We're just missing Austin Riley We're from the equation. Austin. Probably not going to play Arenado for me, but Machado, Ramirez, Devers, whoever you're stacking, whoever fits, like, yep. Yep. Devers didn't yep. get a hit today, but had eight fantasy points because they walked him twice and hit him once so that's a way to keep them from not homering yeah four straight games at a home run they're like we're just gonna not throw to you so or we're just instead we're just gonna throw at you yeah, we're just gonna throw at you instead yesterday two days ago ramirez had four hits it's just whatever you want here they're all yeah. gonna be in play mid-tier guys who do you like nobody yeah i'm looking at it now so i will say I, look i'm just gonna say john birdie i was gonna say name. do you say john birdie like Stolen I mean, bases, guy, man. He'd have 100 stolen bases if he played every day. <laughs> right? I think I'm fully convinced He's got there eight be... stolen bases in the last eight, ten games. So... He would have 100 stolen bases if he played every game. It's a right-handed pitcher. If he gets on, he's going, dude. Even on the year, he has a 385 on-base percentage. All right. Right? Dude, if he gets on twice... He burned me earlier this year because I had a no-run first inning prop, and he homered. He's got like two oh. home runs on the year. Against that was at the Madison Bumgarner start because I think he hit both his home runs in one start. That Might was the game been. where he led off with a home run against Bumgarner, and that was the game where the umpire weirdly looked at Bumgarner yeah, yeah. as he was walking off the field. That was that game. Yeah, when he homered. Yeah, yeah. I, I had the Nerfy going. Yeah, no, he. And I'm like, really, John Birdie? <laughs> John Birdie is the one that yeah. that's ruining the uh, ruining the Nerfy. So, what are your thoughts on Gio Urshela going up against the lefty? Mad Bum? Yeah, Mad Bum has been kind of good this year, but I don't hate Urshela. 281 uh, average for Urshela. Yeah, I don't hate Urshela. Any other third base? Brennan Donovan suddenly has third base eligibility. My computer's like freezing here. I'm trying to like... 
Stall. Brandon Donovan would probably be the guy for me. Okay. I don't. Mankata well, uh, had five hits yesterday. I know, but he's been such a corpse. I know. And it's Valdez. So. Like, like where did that come? There is literally no. <laughs> There's no, like, nothing that suggested that there'd be a turnaround either. Yeah. And there might not be. That might just be, like... A fluke game. The sample is obviously, like, he's a good player, a decent player. But, like, no, nah, I'm not going there. I'm not talking about... I'm not yeah. talking. Duran is also third base eligibility, so, like, he's your guy. If you wanted to spend... Yep. You can play him there. All right, shortstop. I'm not paying Trey Turner's price. Xander's 57. Bobby Witt's up to 55. Are we just playing Correa, then? I know you've talked about Bad Bum, but Correa's at 51. Do we just go there? Yeah, Correa's been good against uh, lefties for his career, and he's been good lately, too. So, All right, so Correa, I like Crawford again at 44 against Lorenzen, lefty versus righty. Yeah, you always play Crawford. I do always play Crawford. He's back in the lineup, 306. Yeah, he has like a bunch of fantasy points tonight, too. He's having a good little night for himself. So Good mid-tier guy. Jose Iglesias is at 37 against a lefty. Yeah, I would probably just... Go down and play Hasyong Kim. Say, would you play Hasyong? More power. Yeah, more power, more speed. He has only four stall bases, but he is like he was like a thirty thirty guy in the KBO, so he can steal bases. So I would play Kim over over Iglesias just for honestly just upside. Okay, uh, I have no other shortstops. You can play. It's a lefty, but Luis Garcia, the Nationals, they announced today he's going to be their starting shortstop going forward. He homered. Uh, Thursday, I mean, on Wednesday, hits in six straight games, two home runs in the air, and 350. I would play Luis Garcia. I'm not, like, afraid of that lefty matchup. Yeah, that's fine. I can get behind it. All right, outfield, let's wrap this one up here. Same spiel as always. All of these top-tier guys are great. Harper, Schwarber, Judge. Probably Judge 6,200 if you want to go there. Jordan, J.D. Martinez, like, whatever your stack fits. Right. Fine. We're in Bucks and against a lefty, Springer versus a lefty, like all of that works. So it's more more so value in mid tier. I think is where we should be looking. We talked about Schwarber's at forty six. That plays. You have Jock Peterson, a righty versus lefty matchup. A Ramon Laureano, I think it's a pretty decent spot here against Granky that you could try. We know that he can run and provide some upside there. You have Jerks and Profar in cores versus a lefty. I know he has been raking lately. Yeah, I know that's your guy. Yeah, But we know Padres is going to be a, a chalky stack anyways there. So those are some of the 4K guys on my radar. Oh, T- Taylor Ward, too, because Robbie Ray yep. sucks. So Taylor Ward, definitely he le- leading off tonight. Uh, we'll see if Rendon makes the lineup. He sat on uh, – Rendon sat on again for the third straight game. So if he cr- – I would circle back to third base and play Rendon in a Angel stack. And same with Trout if okay. against Ray, just for the power. Like, these guys can – hit so many home runs against him other than that like i think i would just kind of dip my toes under 4k probably yeah i'd give like a slight look to nelson cruz power starting to come around seven homers sure yeah but after that i'm kind of with you there i think under 4k pollock o'neill ortis one off nimmo at 4037 yep nimmo go i like Lane Thomas leading off against a lefty for the Nationals. Lourdes, you said Lourdes, yeah, thirty-five. Yep, Lourdes always. Uh, he's my. That's that's yeah. another one of my guys. I always see. Lourdes. He sucks. Still, Gritchick gets a lefty at thirty-five. <laughs> yeah, who can hit us a home run down here? Michael Taylor continues just rake every day. Jaron Duran led off today at two hits. Yeah, he's been good. Yeah. He's been pretty good. Yeah. They just like please just keep the guy in the majors. Yeah. Like look at look at the five games that he's played. He's got hits in four of them. 
multi-hits in two of them. He scored runs in three of them. And we know he can fly, so if he does get on, he could pr- probably try to steal. He hits for a lot of power at AAA, but he hasn't really shown that power at the major league level yet. So Who's going to be chalky? I just went past him. Nomar Mazzara, 2300. Homer today. Homer today has seven RBIs over his last three games. So I could see... I know it's lefty, but Freeland has been, like, notoriously bad against lefties. I think Kyle Freeland has is Marco Gonzalez-esque, John. Reverse splits? Yeah, I think so. This year against lefties. So lefties have been significantly better against Kyle Freeland than righties have this year. Okay. Lefties have a 500 slug, 389, well, 1.7 home runs per nine innings against Kyle Freeland. So I don't know, man. Maybe maybe a little... No more Mazzara. No more Mazzara at 2300, yeah. All right. Is that your home run call? Absolutely not. Okay. Who's don't your- try to... Pay me a $2,300 Nomar Mazzara. <laughs> we can't use cores anyway. Yeah. All right. Who's your home run call? 12-game slates, man. Who do we? Who's pitching on this slate that I want to... Who's going to home run? I should just go someone in Philly, right? Someone in Philly again. I'll go Bryce Harper. Okay, I'm going to go Christian Walker. That's your guy. Like, yeah, I respect it. That's your guy. So Christian Walker for me, Bryce Harper for you. Playbook will be out by Justin Vreeland, I believe. If you have any questions, get us in Slack. Not Slack. Get us in Discord. Or on Twitter, and we'll catch you guys later.